0: Episode two hundred and eighty-two. What did you watch this week? My name is Mike.
1: My name is John.
0: Whew! How, how, how goes it, buddy?
1: Um, it goes, it goes round and round and up and down.
0: Yeah, that's how I hear it goes as well.
1: We're uh, we're recording a day late. It's uh, Tuesday, September twenty-eighth.
0: Yeah, I ended up having to work evening shift in the center last night, so that is what it is, and it's not going to be the last time, because I'm most likely going to end up working next Monday night as well, which is fine, because Because we're not recording next Monday anyways. Exactly. Actually, we're not recording at all next week.
1: Correct. Correct.
0: Because you're moving and you
1: got yeah. a lot to do. Uh huh. Starting a life together. So,
0: yeah, very yeah. exciting. Very exciting.
1: It is. It is. It's going to be a whole new dynamic. Yes. And, very- uh, got a lot of stuff that's moved. We got a lot of stuff that is, you know, I don't know, like, We've got stuff staged. We've got such stuff packed. We've got stuff ready. Yep. So, so yeah, now it's just going to be a matter of getting stuff uh, over there, put in place and unpacked.
0: Well, I'm wearing sweatpants for the first time in months in my house. That feels odd.
1: Because of the chill. Yeah,
0: I got a, just got a little chill. It's weird. Mm. That is weird. If this was springtime, I'd be like sweating to death. But it's fall, so I got a chill. Hmm. I know it's it's it just it got really cool in the house. We've had the windows open all day and uh, just closed them. So I'm sure by the time we finish this up, I'll be ready to put my shorts on. But well, that's where we're at. I did not watch a ton of stuff. I did get a couple of movies in. I got a couple shows in.
1: I got zero movies in, but I did watch a number of shows this week.
0: All right. Well, let's jump into it. Let's talk okay. about the old, old, old Teddy Lasso.
1: Ted Lasso. See, I got all excited for a moment because we were watching, what, eight and nine. And I was like, oh, maybe there's only 10 episodes and we could just take the 10th one down. And no, there's yeah. like 12 or 13 so far.
0: So. Yeah, we still got an episode this Friday, the first episode of Friday after, but we are up to just watching one episode. Well, we can watch two by next. Well, no, because next week we're not recording.
1: So, but yeah. So we'll have to watch two.
0: <laughs> yeah, we will. So first episode of Man City.
1: Uh, yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about Man City and then I'm going to ask you about something. Well...
0: So a couple of the stories in this episode is the, the big episode is that we find out that so Rebecca decides to meet her, her mystery man on from Banter. It turns out to be Sam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they go to the restaurant and they determine that it's each other. And Rebecca's just like, nope, 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 no. Nope. This can't happen. I'm old enough to be your mother. I'm your boss. Da, 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 da. And Sam's just like, no, nah, no, nah, it's fine. Let's just, uh you know, let's just. Have some dinner and spend some time together and that'll be that. Yep. And so they do, but then of course they end up kissing. Aww. And then <laughs> she pushes him out of the house or whatever. And then by the end of the episode, they suffer a rather, rather bad loss, and they end up spending the night together. Bow, you know, some old brown chicken, brown cow type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see another backstory Sharon the um, therapist gets hit by a car she gets concussed and when she wakes up Ted's the one that's in the hospital waiting for her and at first she's just like you got to be freaking kidding me she's like how did you even know I was here well you left me some messages (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she thought she was leaving voice memos when her, during her concussed but she sent Ted messages of like ripping into him and he discovered that she was at the hospital. So he went and picked her up and he brought her home. He found a bunch of empty liquor bottles around the house and you know, that was, uh, that was the thing. Um, so the part of the, a lot of the episode is kind of Ted keeping an eye on her. He bought her a new bike, this and that. And then at the end, well, so they the, the big thing, uh, the big the big uh, football match in this episode is Richmond playing Man City at Wembley Stadium, which is huge. You know,
1: I, I love the uh, back and forth where <sighs> Ted was trying to comment on how big it was. And they were all yeah. like, no, you're wrong. It's bigger. Yeah. No, it's actually much bigger than that.
0: No, no, so it's you, the same you, size pitch as we have. Uh, yeah. No, it's not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, you didn't see queen play here. You know, you didn't see Freddie Mercury play here. That was at the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, whatever.
0: Yeah. So that was funny. Um, Man city suffered a huge loss, like a crushing, like humiliating <laughs> five nil defeat. Yeah. And, um, so what kind of happens when it ends is, is also earlier we see, um, Jamie's dad text him and mm-hmm. basically be like, did you get me some seats to Wembley? So he actually got his dad some seats. Um, Jamie's dad comes into the locker room after and, and Jamie's dad is wearing, you know, Jamie's man city uh, football shirt, you know, with his name on it. And then, they're all They're Basically, he just rips into the whole team, but he really rips into Jamie about losing and how he's a loser and this and that and everything. And he's just being a giant dick. And in oh, the end, God, such a dick. Oh, yeah. And in the end, Jamie punches him.
1: <laughs> like, lays and then, him out.
0: Yeah. And Coach Beard jumps up and hauls him out and accidentally. Oh, I love it when Coach Beard accidentally slammed his head into the doorway
1: <laughs> accidentally on the way out. Like, oops,
0: <laughs> sorry about that. And throws him out. And then, like, Jamie's team kind of goes and comforts him. Yeah. And Ted, on the other hand, takes off and he goes out to the parking lot and he calls Sharon and, and tells Sharon about when his dad committed suicide when he was 16.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, well, thinking, no, nope. sorry.
0: The whole team didn't embrace him. They kind of exactly. stood there and stare. Roy went over and hugged Jamie. And at first, Jamie was not resistant, but resistant. And then he just burst into tears. Yeah that, that was, was that that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was even huger. Yeah. Yeah. Roy hugged Jamie. Huge. Yeah, and like, was. it wasn't
1: like an awkward hug. Like he had his hands around his back and he was like patting yeah. on the back. And
0: yeah.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: So it was a great episode.
1: It, it was a great episode. The thing that I wanted to ask you about this was um, this. Do you think that this show doesn't really need to be about soccer or football? Because like. The, this was supposed think. to be a huge match. And granted, this was an extended episode. What was this, like 50 minutes or something?
0: At 45, something like that, yeah.
1: But like the match was almost none of that. Like They got trounced 5-0, and okay. I think the whole thing probably took up like five minutes.
0: Think about this. The old classic <laughs> TV show coach. Mm-hmm. You never once saw a football game, practically.
1: True. The whole
0: premise of the show was that he was a coach of a Michigan – of a a Minnesota football team or Michigan football team, uh, a fictional college team. And you Mm -hmm. saw him in the coach's office all the time, and they talked about it, but you never actually saw, like, a game.
1: True. That is true.
0: You know? So Mm -hmm. this – I mean, it's – you got the fish-out-of-water scenario of Ted, you know, the southern football coach coming to England to coach soccer. Midwestern sorry coming to England to coach a professional football team as in soccer for us so you have the fish out of water scenario Um, but they've done such an amazing job with character development that you're right but you know near the end of season two now football secondary or even third compared to just the um, watching the the lives of the characters in the show
1: it's true it's so true. And it's so not a bad thing either. Like, that's, no. that's the other part of it is, yeah, I truly enjoy the character interactions much more than, I don't know, like, than seeing the, the sport being played. And especially, like, this was such a trouncing. I mean, you remember last time when they were fighting Man City and mm-hmm. Jamie was on playing for man city like it was it was neck and neck until the very end
0: yeah and they barely won
1: yeah this time they fucking got destroyed like five nil like it wasn't even close
0: yeah and you know realistically like i know how much we like ted lasso Mm mm-hmm But apparently, everybody does as well. I mean, the show at the Emmy Awards this year got 13 nominations. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing to look at. Like, I'm going to talk about this for a minute. On the Emmy Awards, Ted Lasso, 13 nominations for Apple TV+. The Crown and the Handmaid's Tale for Netflix and Hulu got 11. Mm -hmm. Hamilton and WandaVision for Disney+, got 9 and 8. And then Mayor of Easttown for HBO got 7. And finally, Saturday Night Live got seven. It's the only network show that's on here. Everything else is streaming. You know, like you have yeah. uh, Hacks, HBO, Netflix, HBO Max, Disney mm-hmm. Plus, FXO, so Blackish for ABC got three. This is Us for NBC got three. Um, and then S- Stephen Colbert and Mom for CBS got two. Everything else is streaming. Yeah. You know? Um, and Ted Lasso won four Emmys, including uh, where is it Outstanding Comedy Series.
1: Which I gotta say, like there's comedy in this, but I, it's there needs to be a different category. Like there needs to be a legitimate dramedy category mm-hmm. because you know this is not what I would consider a comedy, but it is also not a drama. It is a beautiful mix of the two of them, but I wouldn't classify it as either one exclusively. Sure. Perhaps that's just me. I'm a different breed of cat. Uh,
0: But real quick, keeping up with the Ted Lasso, uh, Mm -hmm. Jason Sudeikis got um, lead. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series and Brett Goldstein. For as Roy Kent on Ted Lasso got Outstanding Supporting Actor Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series, and Hannah Waddingham as got Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. I mean, they they did well. Mm hmm. They most certainly they did. Sure well.
1: did, and well deserved too. You know, oh, yeah. sometimes sometimes these awards are given out, and you're like, ah, that's stupid. Why would they do? It was actually great.
0: Uh, Episode 9, Beard After Hours. What did you think of this?
1: So I love Beard as a character, but I feel like Beard as a character works best because you don't see much of him. Like, he just kind of is there, and he'll drop a nugget of wisdom, and then you move on to somebody else. Yep. I, I'm i not a – some it's always hit or miss with me when they do these one-offs where it's like, let's just follow one character and it depends on the strength of the character and you know, your investment in the story itself. This one was quite a miss for me. Like I was, was yeah. I, I mean, I might even say this was the weakest episode so far for me. I I agree with that. Um, it was, I, I don't know. Again, Beard works best when you're just seeing him as a side character and that's okay. You can be a side character. We need side characters, but you know, the fact that everything was like, uh, it was farcical, you know, everything was, how can we get this guy fucked over this way? And how could we, you know, what kind of under misunderstandings can we do this time? And It almost felt like a, uh, meet the parents kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like that. you know. We, we've got him um, sneaking into a club, ripping his pants, uh, getting kicked out of the club, going back to the girl's house. Uh, she's going to fix his pants. Oh, her hulking boyfriend comes in and thinks that they're lovers, so he has to run out of the house in these shiny pants. Then Jamie's dad and his buddies corner him on the street and beat him up. And, I mean, it was just – it was too much – ridiculousness like it didn't have the heart that the rest of the show had and honestly like with all the stuff Beard's been going through with his girlfriend and everything I would have rather they spent the entire episode focusing on that like let us get to know him instead of just like a crazy kooky adventure starring Coach Beard (sighs) Mm. sounds like you uh, had similar thoughts Perhaps you're muted.
0: Yep, I was. <laughs> okay. Um, here we go. Uh, no, I'm kind of with you. Like I didn't, again, beard works as the secondary background character who has one liners and zingers and is just kind of there, but to have him be like the focal point, it was, it was what it was. It was, it was a bit absurd. Yeah. So,
1: oh, let's see. What else did you watch, sir? Um, well, uh, I watched What If, and I believe we have two episodes to talk about in that respect. Yeah. So, <sighs> so we had What If Killmonger rescued Tony Stark.
0: That was rather interesting, huh?
1: Yeah. This one for me felt like once again they tried to cram too much into a you know twenty-five minute show. Yeah.
0: Shot. I mean, they have. Tony be rescued. They have Killmonger unveil that uh, Obadiah was the bad guy. Uh, he's working for Ulysses Klo the whole time. He kills Rhodes and then he kills Tony Stark and then they blame it on Wakanda and he kills T'Challa and he kills T'Challa and Rhodes at the same time, making it look like they killed each other. Um, he convinced Ross to attack Wakanda, but then he takes Wakanda and attacks the clo You know, the 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 the. I mean, like yeah, it was so much. And then and and then so it's like he 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 keeps turning on everybody and da 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 da. He becomes the new Black Panther, and then you know Shuri shows up with Pepper pots to form an alliance. Like it was just yeah, this was. Two hours it was like, of stuff in a 20 yeah. minute, 22 minute episode.
1: Yeah. They tried to say, this is what would have happened in like four different movies if this had gone differently.
0: Yeah.
1: Here, and, and we're going to cram that all into 20 minutes. Um, I, I didn't appreciate the fact that he just like was able to so easily kill everyone, like just mm-hmm. straight up killing them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just, it was a weak episode for me. I I, uh, I liked Killmonger in the Black Panther movie. I thought he was a great villain for what he did um, because he you almost felt for him. You know, you almost wanted him to succeed. But in this one, I felt that he was just a manipulative, two faced uh, dick.
0: Yeah. 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 He was.
1: So yeah, I didn't really care for the episode very much. Um, didn't do anything for me. I found myself by the end like, oh, glad this is over with.
0: Um, I wasn't any more excited about what if Thor was an only child. Ooh. Again, they tried to cram way too much into size into a thirty-minute episode. Yeah. So I wasn't. Yeah. I was not overly impressed with that at all.
1: So. F- Thor basically became spoiled because Loki wasn't there. Like he, he became a straight up party frat boy and destroyed a planet in some other galaxy that he claims they were going to, the planet was going to be destroyed anyway. So, you know, he was just partying with them until it died. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say the worst part of this for me was the friggin' last whatever it was like three minutes, the Ferris Bueller kind of take
0: Uh, where,
1: where Jane basically told his mom, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I'm coming home to see you.
0: Yeah. I could have done without it.
1: So let's, let's get everybody to clean up the mess that we made on the entire planet of earth.
0: You know what? I completely forgot. Came out last week. What? Star Wars pigeons
1: uh yeah you didn't mention it and i knew we were getting up on time so i didn't say anything but yeah the uh, uh buddy of mine that plays D D with me said that it's really good um i held off for now all
0: right let's plan on watching it
1: yeah straight through all the episodes
0: yeah why not there's only nine okay. and they're like 10 to 20 minutes each so what let's yeah. just do it <laughs> i watched the season premiere of the Connors.
1: what'd you think this was the live one right
0: yeah, they did. I didn't watch it live, but I mean, yeah, you can tell it's live. Um, I liked it. I like the show. I just I just plain and simple like the show. It's a, they do a good job with it. It's funny. It's good. It's. Nietzsche, if you will, or kitschy, if you will, or whatever. I don't know. So I just I liked it a lot. It's about it.
1: OK, did, um, did it being live bring anything to it?
0: Not really. I mean, they had a couple funny things where like Darlene had to like tie. She was like at the diner and she's like, well, I'm going to go see Ben right now at the store. And so she takes off running and then they show the camera angle for running like across the stage where you normally wouldn't see. Mm. And then like Laurie Metcalf's like, he's on the set that's next to Wellman Plastics or something like that. You know? Oh, yeah. And then. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, it was just it was it was good. It was fun. It works. Nice. Um, yeah. And it wasn't like that. I mean, it wasn't that serious of an episode because it was because Darlene and Ben break up in it. But like. Yeah. I'd be curious if they do reruns, if they cut certain parts out that that they did to play off the fact that there were like there was the live crowd that they were doing this live. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes, I do. I understand I watched, what you are saying.
0: Yeah. I watched The Wonder Years.
1: As did I.
0: And I I liked it, but my biggest thought was it wasn't long enough.
1: Um, no, I, I think I agree.
0: Like, unlike What If, they I mean, they, they, they tried to cram a lot in to give you a good... And by the way, the, this episode was um, directed by Fred Savage. Um, but yeah, they, they tried to like kind of tell you a lot of what was going on, but then at the same time it ends with uh, Dr. King being uh, assassinated or murdered, and uh, it just it's done like that. It's almost like because the original one of the years I believe was a 45 minute show, your know, hour long show, and this is a half hour, so it's it was just. Uh, I felt like there should be more to the episode than there was.
1: It seems to be a theme for us this week. And that's not a bad thing, but it seems to be something that we're saying over and over again is, you know, Hey, sure would be great if uh, we had a little more time dedicated to some of these episodes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like either with the, what if episodes cut some stuff out Mm -hmm. or make it longer. Or in this case, it just felt incomplete. Like, the what-ifs didn't feel incomplete. They felt crammed. This felt incomplete.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep, I can yeah. see that. Um, interesting side note, before we go on with the Wonder Years, uh, one thing we forgot to mention was the very tail end of... Which one was it? Um, was it Killmonger or Thor? I think it was Killmonger. Um, the very tail end, we got to see uh, a new army appear and it was ultron in the vision body
0: yes yeah
1: so that was interesting i don't know if that's going to come back later on um but yeah anyway yes i agree that uh what we do in the uh, yeah the wonder years could have used a little bit of extra time. I did look it up though. And the wonder years was a 22 to 24 minute show per episode. The original oh, was
0: run. it? I'll oh, see. It, it was. was that felt, that felt longer, I guess then
1: it did. It did. Yeah,
0: that's actually one of the reasons why I, ha- I haven't gone back and rewatched it was because I didn't, um, I thought they were how long episodes.
1: Well, now you can do it. Well, maybe we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was still good. It had the same kind of vibe as uh, yep. as the original Wonder Years. You know, you got the kid who's in, was he in high school or was he in Mm-mm. like?
0: He was 12, so he was in middle school.
1: There you go. And uh, yeah, just trying to make his way in the world. Uh, this one's got that twist of, uh, you know, being black in a time that was not very friendly towards black people.
0: Yeah, 1960s Montgomery, Alabama.
1: Yep. Yeah, um, yeah I uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'll keep watching it. Mhm.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. What else we got, sir?
1: Um. Well, I started talking about it briefly there, not talking about it, but I said the name, which is what we do in the shadows.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This was uh, this was a good episode.
1: Yeah. We, uh, we had two different courts going on <laughs> eventually. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you had, uh, Nandor and Naja had to sit in judgment of certain vampires, uh, as part of their duty. And once again, they could not agree Like, who was going to sit on the throne? You know, Nadja got to sit on the throne, but, you know, she thought that that Nandor was too tall and it made her look small, so then she wanted him to sit. But basically, Guillermo was manipulating them the whole time so that he could sit on the throne. Um, Go him, you know? Well,
0: here's the thing. He brilliantly manipulates them throughout the beginning of the episode, Mm -hmm. and then near the end, overextends his hand.
1: (laughs) Way overextends his hand.
0: With both of them um, and I thought that was hilarious. Yes.
1: Cause he seems like a criminal mastermind at first and then he is definitely not. Yeah. Um but yeah, they uh they're supposed to bring in vampires who have been accused of crimes, and they decide to go a little lenient at first to kinda, you know, make them feel good. Um but then Guillermo realizes that one of the vampires is a kid who was in that mosquito club. Uh when they raided that house that was absolutely filled with vampires that kid got left behind and we all thought that he was just eaten but apparently he got turned and now he's been uh, causing some trouble but Guillermo can't you know let them know that he knows this guy
0: so I like his reasoning and justification
1: who's Guillermo's or the, the kid
0: Uh, The kid's justification. He's just like, hey, I just don't understand how it works, okay? Yeah. You know, because one of his charges was like, you know, um, biting someone's neck and the the subway, you know, feeding on someone in the subway Mm -hmm. in front of other people. Well, how's he supposed to do it?
1: You know? (laughs) Yeah. And it, it makes sense because like you said, you know, it, it's sound reasoning. He's brand new to this and nobody was guiding him. Like he wasn't, he didn't have somebody who turned him and then said, you know, I'm going to guide you along the path. He's just figuring it out as he goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the the other side of the story is that Laszlo and Colin Robinson, who get teamed up a lot this season, uh, go over to Shawnee's place, To uh, play a game or or actually they're there to watch a game and then Colin Robinson's like oh we could play this murder mystery game you know because he wants to drain their energy and it ends up flipping around on him because Sean bought a bunch of guy pillows not not my pillow you know that's that Chuck Lindell guy that's my pillow this is the guy pillow it's only for men only men can use it
0: you can only sell it to men
1: yeah. So he's trying to get his friends to each buy like 25 pillows because then they can sell them to their friends.
0: Yeah, at only 29.99 a piece.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the friend discount.
0: Yeah. He got caught up in a pyramid scheme and didn't know how to get out of it. Clearly.
1: Yep. So basically, the guy that he bought them from is taking him to small claims court and says, "I'm gonna sue you." And so Lazlo's like, "Ah, I'll go in there and I'll take care of this for you because I'm a lawyer." And yep. then proceeds to fuck it all up.
0: Oh, yeah, he does really, really, really bad.
1: Really bad. Uh, he even has that old powdered wig and everything. But Yes, which I thought was hilarious. And then he gets drunk off his ass, and they they let him be the lawyer for the kid that is yep. being sentenced. So that he could get a win, and he could feel good about himself again. It was a fun episode. I enjoyed it.
0: But he only got the win because Nadia was like, let's just have, him have
1: his first win, okay? <laughs> right. I mean, a win's a win, even if your wife has to give it to you.
0: Yep. What else did you watch there for TV shows?
1: Um, let's see. Well, I watched Hell Week on Tacoma FD. That was a good one. Lucy's final week as a probation there.
0: It's only been three
1: years. Yep. Um, so that was fun. Um, I picked up two new shows this week. Uh, well, other than the wonder years, which was a new show. Um, I picked up midnight mass on Netflix.
0: I, yeah, I do plan on checking that out. How was it?
1: I only watched the first episode. It's a limited series. Um, it's very interesting so far. Basically, uh, I won't give it away, but it opens on the opening scene is this guy who's laying sitting on the ground and he's trying to be uh, treated by a paramedic. And there's a girl laying on the ground that they're doing chest compressions on and they got the bag trying to oxygenate her. And uh, She's got glass all through her hair and her face. And basically, he was drunk driving and she was killed in the car crash. And, uh, so we go right into a court case and he is found guilty and sent away. I mean, this is like the first two, three minutes Mm -hmm. and he's sent away for four years and it picks up after that, the four years later when he's back and he's coming home to the Island that he lives on. And I don't mean Island like Hawaii. I mean, Island, like, you know, just an Island off the coast of some place. I think it's up in Oregon. Small community, you know, very few people, God-fearing people, and uh, so far it's interesting. I I definitely recommend you check it out, especially considering it's um, a limited series. So, The other one that I picked up was a new NBC show that's on Hulu. It's called Ordinary Joe, and I had sent you a trailer for this. And you had said that you didn't really – it didn't do anything for you. I wanted to check it out because I like an alternate reality thing. So this show is great. I am really digging it. One episode in. Essentially, it opens on him graduating from college. Um, He's got this dream of being the next Billy Joel. He wants to be a rock star musician. And uh, he's late to his own graduation. He uh, crashes into this girl, Amy. Amy and uh talks with her a little bit you know as he's late for his graduation and then he's talking about uh his best friend one of his best friends jenny who's up there giving the valedictorian speech and uh you know she's gonna go off to law school and uh amy says she wants to be a political person and um so he he gets done with graduation and he's out in the front yard of the school or whatever. And he's talking to his best friend and his best friends like, dude, you know, go talk to Jenny. She wants to talk to you. You know, Jenny had come up to him. She's like, I need to talk to you. Come to the lake house tonight. Apparently they're like on again, off again, BF, uh, you know, F FWBs. Um, so she's like, you know, come to the lake tonight. I want to talk to you. My parents are going to be out of town. And he's like, eh. So his friends like, dude, go, go with her, go be with her. And he's like, oh, I don't know. My, my parent, my family wants me to have dinner with them. You know, my uncle's there. My. And then they see Amy and his best friend's like, dude, dude, if you get a shot with that girl, go with that girl. So basically he has these three choices. He can either go hang out with Amy. He can go with Jenny down to the lake and talk with her, or he can go have dinner with his family and have his you know, talk to all of them. Uh, He knows that his family wants him to be a cop. His dad was a cop killed in the line of duty. His uncle is a cop. Um, So we essentially see it picks up 10 years later and we see the exact same day play out in all three different realities. What if he had gone with Amy? What if he had gone with Jenny? What if he had gone with his family that day? And it's not only brilliant because it takes the exact same day and shows you like different scenes of what would have happened, but it, does this thing with color that I really appreciated where, um, the reality where he went with Jenny, it's all greens. Everything has a green tinge to it. His outfit is green. He's a nurse and he, you know, has green scrubs, um, in the one where he went and had dinner with his family. He did become a cop. Everything's blue, his uniform, the walls, you know, everything has a blue tinge to it. And with Amy, he did go on and become a internationally famous rock star. Um, everything's red reds everywhere. I love this show so far. This has a, a big old, uh, thumbs up for me. It's got a, a, this is us kind of vibe, you know, where they're jumping back and forth between stories. Um, there is some crossover, like there's one part where as a cop, he, he's, he's pr- he's on uh, protective duty for a guy who's running for Senator, I believe. And, uh, he sees a guy in the crowd making his way towards him and, The guy pulls a gun, he stops him, shoots him in the shoulder, uh, gets a little graze to the head himself. They take him to the hospital, you know, the the guy who was trying to kill the senator, they take him to the hospital and take care of him. Then in the other reality where he's a nurse, the same thing happened except for the guy actually got a shot off. So we see the senator taken to the hospital with a gunshot wound. So it's really good. I don't know if you would be interested or not. I really like it. I think you might actually like it, but it's got kind of a twist at the end of the episode that I'm not going to talk about because if you do want to watch it, you should check it out. Yeah. Well, that was the least enthused yep I've ever heard.
0: Well, I mean, I heard you describing it and it sounds complex.
1: Yep. I would, I would say that.
0: Yeah, it sounds very complex. So I'm not saying I'm not I'm not all for it, um, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I want to tackle something like that right now. Gotcha. I well, I really think I need uh, basic mindless stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I'm still not going to tell you until you're absolutely certain. So I'll give it a week or so.
0: Okay. I appreciate that, actually, because you know what? Yeah. I could change my mind in a blink.
1: Yeah, you never That's know. That's what I do. <laughs>
0: um, I don't have any other TV shows. Uh, you say you had no movies?
1: You have another TV show. Oh, what is it? Uh, the Premise. You watch both episodes, right? Oh. <sighs> Oh, yes,
0: I watched the first two episodes of the premise. Thank you. I just forgot about it because I didn't write it down in my notes at all.
1: Yeah, you Um, sent me that, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to get into this.
0: So the social justice sex tape was actually a lot different than you described it to be.
1: Yeah? In what way?
0: Well, if I remember correctly, the way you described it, you were like, it's not a comedy. It's very, like, like... (sighs) I was just on the impression it took him a lot longer to come forward with the tape as opposed to he came forward immediately. He brought it down for them to watch immediately. And then he kind of got cold feet, but he kind of kept going through it. And then they unrealistically ripped him apart on the stand. Yes. Like very, very much unrealistically ripped him apart on the stand kind of made him a prior in the online community and et cetera, et cetera.
1: Well, that's the thing do you think it really was unrealistic? Because honestly, I could see them doing that today.
0: I'd like to think it was, but yeah, realistically, I mean, but genuinely, probably it wasn't.
1: Yeah. That was what got me was I was watching it the same way and I'm like, wow, this is over the top. And then I'm like, actually, you know, the things that they were attacking him for, that's what scared me the most is that the things they were attacking him for were things that you could see people getting attacked for
0: yeah um the second episode moment of silence
1: Whew. yeah did Did you have it figured out no okay did i you? i definitely i was leaning that way i was like oh god the way that like every day he went in and he had more and more i was like oh he's he's baiting and switching
0: Yeah, that's essentially what he did. I mean, I I don't want to ruin it for anybody. I think if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's on Hulu. It's well worth your time.
1: Wasn't it phenomenal?
0: It really was. Episode two, Moment of Silence with John Bernthal. Whew. So freaking good.
1: uh, Gosh, so freaking good. (laughs) Right? I'm I'm really impressed with this show so far. Um, It was all that I could do to not jump into the third episode already. But... Yeah, I'm looking forward to the third episode, and I hope that it's just as good.
0: Realistically, by the time we record again, we'll have three episodes to watch. That's true. We'll have episode three, which (laughs) came out last week, episode four, which comes out in two days, and episode five, which comes out next week.
1: Damn, that that's kind of exciting. I will definitely be all caught up because that. That's yeah. fun time.
0: And it's not a long show. The episodes no. aren't long. It's well, nope. And again, I think it's definitely well worth your time.
1: But you see what I mean? It's like Black Mirror, but almost more based in reality than Black Mirror. Like Black Mirror takes such a uh, fantastical take on some things. It's like, oh, this could be in the future. And this one kind of feels like this could be this moment.
0: Yes, yes. No, you're right.
1: But yeah, I think that's it for shows for me and you as well.
0: I watched three movies. Damn. I watched a movie called Prey on Netflix. It was like 85 minutes. It's a German flick. It's about these buddies that are on a um, bachelor party, kayaking, camping, hiking weekend. And yeah, it's not... it prey
1: with an e or and a
0: P R U Y. Okay. It's um I mean it's okay but it's nonsensical. Yeah, it's like it's okay. Well, all right. So they're heading back to the vehicle and somebody shoots at them. Okay. And they don't know who it is. So there's this mystery person shooting at them. Okay. Trying to kill them. Okay. Then we find out it's this woman. And hmm. then we see her backstory kind of told in they find her camp and they find her stuff. And one of them watches a video on her laptop that was open of basically like, uh, her, like her and, and, and her child being randomly attacked, I believe by a couple of guys or. And their her son actually gets shot and dies is killed. Oh, Okay. So apparently her solution is to just randomly kill people hiking in the woods. So real. it's not like a real scary killer, and it's a really weak backstory, and then it's a really weak ending.
1: Damn. Sounds like it yeah. was not worth your time.
0: <laughs> it really wasn't. Not at all. I watched uh, Cry Macho with the wife, the Clint Eastwood oh, yeah. flick. So we both enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, you know, it's not a five out of five stars movies by movie by any mean, but it's 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 the novelty of 91 year old Clint Eastwood (laughs) acting in a film. Uh huh. Punching the guy in the face, riding a horse, you know, talking shit to a a teenager taking place in like 1980, 1980 Mexico. We really I just I liked it. I liked it. I mean, would I watch it again someday, yeah, maybe probably. Um, Is it his greatest film work ever? Oh, God, no. But it's just <laughs> I think it's just the novelty of its 80, you know, 91-year-old Clint Eastwood starring in a movie, kind of being Clint Eastwood again.
1: That just blows my mind. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, sincerely, it really does.
1: 91 years old, and he's out there, no, this is what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah, I'm going to direct him another movie, going to star in the movie. I'm going to punch a guy in the face. I'm going to ride a horse. (laughs) Kate's like, that's the most well-behaved horse I think you'll ever see ever. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) but he is, I mean, he's not like, you know, he, in the movie, he's not playing a guy in his nineties, but, um, but he's definitely riding a horse Huh? and looking good doing it.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the key right there. You know, you got to look good doing it.
0: And um, the last movie I watched was I rented F9 off the red box for my son. Now my son wanted to see it because oh let's watch this. I'm like have you seen the others? He's like well I've seen one two and three. I'm like okay, (laughs) Um, because part one (laughs) with you know Dominic Toretto is uh they're street racers outlaw street racers.
1: Which was what it was always supposed to be about.
0: Yeah, part two is Paul Walker. And Ludacris or whatever who it is, Tyrese. And they're like working for the FBI and doing their thing. Part three, Tokyo Drift, all new characters is just, again, street racers in Tokyo with drifting. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, the whole crew becomes fucking super spy secret agent people. Like to an absurd level. And they use cars, lots of
1: cars.
0: (laughs) And so by the time you get to part nine, it's just become so over the top. Kane is just sitting there watching this going like, I thought they were street racers. I'm like, you thought wrong. (laughs) And then like the use of the word family was overkilled. So fucking much. It was sickening. Oh yeah. And then, then, They went to outer space, John, (laughs) not the whole crew, just two of them. But don't you think that's enough? They went to outer space. They brought someone back from the dead as well. They went to outer space in a car and drove through a satellite. I'm just going to say that way in fucking outer space. And then don't explain how they ended up back on earth. Just cut to next scene. And we're on Earth.
1: Outstanding. 10 out of 10. Must watch.
0: I mean, sincerely, it is just, it is, it is, it is just. It's exactly what I thought it would be.
1: So now what are they going to do for the 10th one?
0: Apparently part 10 is even a two-parter.
1: Is it fasten your seat belts?
0: <laughs> fasten your seats belts. That's a good one, um, but I don't. I don't know. I don't think it is. But anyways, yeah. I just. Whew, whew.
1: <laughs> did did. Uh, I mean, obviously, Kanan had that that reaction at the end there, but did he ultimately like it?
0: He thought it was just as absurd as I did, but he's glad he saw it. And he's going to go watch the other ones. He's like, are they just as bad as this? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to have to check them out.
1: They just get worse and worse.
0: Yeah. John Cena's in it.
1: Yeah. Doesn't he take the kind of takeover for Paul Walker or something? Nope.
0: Well, kind of. Maybe. He's the lead bad guy. And he's also Dominic's brother.
1: Because, mm. you know, family
0: family. What's the worst thing you can do to a Toretto? Take away his family. That's a fucking line in the movie.
1: (laughs) Outstanding. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's just fucking...
0: (sighs) (sighs) Anyhow. News and trailers? News and trailers. I got a bunch of... I got some quick news. What you got? Yeah. I found a list. Uh, I found a list of uh, fall shows returning. I wanted to throw out there. A couple of them already happened.
1: Cool. Hit me.
0: September twenty-first, New Amsterdam. September twenty-second, The Goldbergs, The Wonder Years, The Connors. Twenty-third, SVU and Organized Crime.
1: Oh, you it's... didn't watch that one?
0: Nope. The twenty-sixth, The Simpsons, The Great North, Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, and The Rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 27th, A Good Doctor. I don't think we're going to watch that. I don't think no. I'm going to watch New Amsterdam.
1: I'm going to watch New Amsterdam.
0: Uh, October 6th, CSI Vegas. I will watch that. Okay. October 7th, Ghosts. The new series on CBS.
1: Oh, yeah. The About one based on the British show. Yes. Yeah, I do want to watch that. October
0: 13th, Legends of
1: Tomorrow. Wow. Doesn't it seem like they just went off the air? They
0: legitimately just went off the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also that same night, Batwoman.
1: Yeah.
0: October 21st, the blacklist.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah I know. And then November 16th, the flash.
1: Yeah.
0: And also I literally just read before we started recording that NBC has ordered season 21 of law and order, the original series. Damn, which end, really? Which, end, which ended eleven years ago.
1: Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So. Well, that's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff.
0: Um. Oh, dude, that meme I sent you today.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I miss dad. You miss everything, Vince. What? We're stormtroopers. We miss everything. Shut up. I think you're missing my point. I hate you, Bob.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's some good stuff. Yeah.
1: It's perfect.
0: Let's see um, here. So. Is oh. trailer for what? Go ahead. Well, did we already talk about the Orville season three release day?
1: Where are um, we Where we are did we? not because that's on my news list. Go for it.
0: Oh, here we go. How far? How far back am I going
1: on this? September twenty-first at three forty-seven p.m. Well, actually, a little bit before that.
0: Here we 3 go. Three forty-six. Yeah. Um. Jungle Cruise and and and, and Shang Chi are going to be on Disney Network in December. I mean November and December.
1: November twelfth.
0: Yeah. I'll just wait now to watch it then.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a month and a half now.
0: What'd you think of American Underdog?
1: Um, my one comment on it was, "Oh look, it's Chuck and Casey together again." Yeah, yeah, yep. Which then made me look up Adam Baldwin and see what's he what he's been up to. Not much.
0: Not much at all. Yeah, I wasn't really overblown away by this.
1: No, no, an, an underdog football don't care. Yeah.
0: I sent you news that Kevin Smith finished Clerks Three, first cut at 108 minutes, 105 minutes. Yep. I'm going to watch it. When it comes I out, I'm going to watch it. I'm very Absolutely. excited for it. Now, later this year, his Kilroy Was Here movie is supposed to be still coming out, and I'm not as excited for that, but I will watch it.
1: He did say, um, I believe it was today I saw a thing where he was like, Clerks 3 is not going to be my last movie. There's plenty more to come. And I went, yay.
0: What did you think of the invasion that trailer you sent me?
1: I think that looks like every sci-fi movie I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I'm probably not going to bother.
1: No, it looks like a really long, slow burn. Probably a lot of politics involved. um, Probably really annoying. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to throw this out there. I'm three episodes into Why the Last Man, and it is pretty good. But there's a lot of politics involved, and I'm still not um, fully sold on it. Anyway... Invasion reminded me of that, you know, looks like there'll be lots of politics, some aliens, but meh,
0: I wish sci-fi shows could do politics like Battlestar Galactica did. Right. Um, Injustice, Red Band trailer, you sent me that. That looks good.
1: The fun thing about this is that it was originally a uh, video game. It was a it's like a Mortal Kombat style video game. And it's based around that same story, that basically in this reality, Joker killed Lois Lane and Superman's unborn child, and soups just kind of loses it and kills the Joker and then realizes, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to start killing these bad guys because nobody else is, and we're leaving them alive, and that's allowing yeah. them to kill more people. And yeah, I think it'll be fun for an animated movie. I think so. Uh,
0: night Teeth. Vampire yeah. flick coming to Netflix. Um, I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely check it out.
0: What did you think of Britney versus Spears? <sighs>
1: um, I I think when I originally saw it, I was like, oh, this is going to be trashy. Yeah. And then I saw things today that were like, this is trashy, and I'm like, yep, I figured as much. Yeah.
0: Netflix announced a Tiger King 2 documentary. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. It just I surprised me. It took him this long to do it.
1: Yeah. I saw something that said, and I like this. They said, it's not that Tiger King was bad, but Tiger King was a different time. Like that was the beginning of COVID. Everybody was stuck inside. Nobody knew what was going on. We don't want to go back to reliving that time period. Like, I didn't think salad. yeah, the reason that Tiger King succeeded was because we all needed a distraction. Now that we don't need as much of a distraction, it's it's unnecessary. Get rid of it.
0: yeah I can understand that theory. Oh, the estate so
1: <laughs> sometimes I'll send you these just because I'm like, well, I saw it now you have to see it.
0: So I see it, and I'm like, oh, Eliza Cooper all right, I could, I could get behind this. And then I watch yeah. it, and I went, oh, fuck. I don't know if I want
1: to watch this. Yeah, so basically, she's having an affair with her stepson, and they hire a guy to kill, what, the, the husband?
0: Yeah, her husband slash this guy's dad.
1: But then that fails? Was it that it failed her?
0: Oh, no, they kill him. Eventually, but then like he left everything to this daughter. Nobody knew about that's
1: right. And so they can't use the same guy to kill the daughter. So now they're, they're like, well, the stepson has to kill the daughter. Uh,
0: Mm. I cannot wait for Muppets Haunted Mansion.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That one looks spectacular.
0: It most certainly does. It most certainly does. Hey, we're finally going to get, uh, Orville season three, huh?
1: Yeah. Um, they had a little teaser for it and it's just the, uh, the deck of the ship and it's Scott Grimes talking a little bit. So I didn't bother sending it. I was like, meh. Okay, whatever. Not
0: much of a teaser.
1: Nope.
0: Um, Russell T Davies is coming back to be the showrunner of the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who in 2023.
1: Holy crap.
0: I'm here for this so Russell T Davies back. they're gonna have a new doctor.
1: yep yep so, so on board. Davies had some of the best Doctor Who of the, the okay so first off he was the showrunner for the rebirth in 2005. <laughs> he oversaw all of nine and ten. yep he was a writer for some of 11. Um, but let us not forget that under his watchful eye, we also got Torchwood and the Sarah Jane Chronicles. Yes, we did. And he's done an interview recently where he was talking about that. And he's like, you know, I had these ideas for basically like the MCU of Dr. Who, like all these connected stories and people and stuff. He's like, but apparently I was ahead of my time. Now he was doing this interview before they made the announcement that he was coming back. So a lot of people are like, is that what he's hinting at? Um, But think about how great his years were. I'm sure you do. You're already on board with me. But, you know, all that crossover, like when 10 left, there was more going on between the companions than just with him. Oh, yeah. I am so there for this. I am so there.
0: I'm super pumped. I can't. I'm excited for just Doctor Who to come back. Much likely, the fact that in a couple of years, we're going to get Davies back doing the 60th anniversary show, uh, 60th anniversary season, if you will. Mm hmm. you so your trailer called 13 Fanboy. It's about an obsessive fanboy stalking actors from Friday the 13th films and maybe killing some of them. And mm-hmm. they got a ton of the original actors and actresses, including like Corey Feldman, to come back. And be in the movie. Yeah. Play fictional versions of themselves. You sent me American Gladiators returning with WWE and MGM teaming up to reboot the series. Okay.
1: See, I sent that to you because I know you were a big fan of the original American Gladiators.
0: I most certainly was. I watched the reboot in 2008 with Hogan and Layla Ali as the announcers. And that was actually pretty decent. I just...
1: You're just not there for it anymore.
0: No, I just don't think WWE will do it justice. I think it'll make it too campy and <clears throat> over the top. And
1: Gotcha. Yeah. You picture in like uh, behind the scenes locker room talk like they do with wrestling and storylines and arcs and stuff instead of just straight up gladiator action.
0: Pretty much. Yep.
1: Yep. Gotcha. I was thinking the same thing, but Yeah. That's not what that show is supposed to be. It's just supposed to be athletically talented people trying to get through gauntlets of ridiculous things and fighting off
0: mm-hmm.
1: just hulking masses of humans.
0: I sent you the trailer for One of Us is Lying. It's a Peacock original, mm. it's based on that book, a very popular, best selling book. Basically five kids go to detention, one of them dies, and the other four being forthcoming about what happened and who was working together with who and everything else.
1: Yeah. I uh, I was I saw this pop up and I was like, Ooh, gotta watch this. Julia's like, What is it? And I was like, Well, let's find out. So we're watching it and halfway through she goes, Is this the Breakfast Club? Did they redo the Breakfast Club? <laughs> and then there's a dead body, and she's like, Oh, I guess not. I'm like, No, yes. no, Breakfast Club didn't go that way. Nope, they did not. I'll check it would, out,
0: though. I mean, it looks I mean I'll mean, i check it out. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Um, the Sandman first look. What would you think?
1: Uh, I don't think they gave us enough. Um, nope. I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, it looks interesting, but they need to give us more.
0: Definitely incomplete.
1: Yeah, it was definitely incomplete. And I feel like it was a trailer for fans of the comic book. So that they could be like, Ooh, but for the rest of us who either aren't fans of the comic book or haven't read the comic book, it's like, okay. And then what? Oh, why, why is it that Death has a bunch of kids and they all have D names, you know, desire, dream, dare, destiny. So, yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, Let's see here. Stranger things for creel house. Didn't really tell us anything. Except there's going to be maybe a haunted house in the episode or an upside down house or something or rather. I don't know. It's just basically, it, hey, Stranger Things 4 is coming next year, people.
1: Yeah. The opening scene where those people are in the house definitely looked like it was out of like the 50s or 60s.
0: Yes. Yep. Yep, it did. Uh, what do you think of the road to season two of The Witcher?
1: Um, I thought it was actually really good. I would have liked this as a recap before I go into season two, which yep. I might still watch. Um, I might still watch it as that. Cause it basically gave us some clips from the first season mixed mm-hmm. in with stuff from the second season. So we can see where they're going with it. Yep. I'm there for it.
0: And then the, probably the greatest trailer you sent me all week <laughs> or all year, or all year even actually is the Cowboy Bebop opening credits. Right. Uh, literally I never watched Cowboy Bebop when I was nope. a kid or even an adult. I don't even know what the storylines about. I just saw the show existed. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: watching just those opening credits alone makes me want to watch this show so bad.
1: I am right there with you, man. Like I never yep. saw it. I knew that it was an anime. I knew that people talked about it a lot, but I yep. never got into it. Um, I look at anime the same way we look at a lot of these shows where, you know, like I might give you a recommendation. You're like, tell me how many seasons there are. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that I can do that. You know, a friend of mine suggested Steven universe. He's like, Oh God, this show's amazing. And I looked it up and there were like 300 episodes. And I'm like, dude, I, they may only be like 10 to 15 minutes each, but that's 300 fucking episodes. Yeah. That's too much. You know, anime's the same way. Like there's so many of them out there and you ask anybody what good ones are and they're just going to start going nuts. You know, I can't open up my news feeds these days without seeing something about my hero academia or attack on Titan.
0: Uh, so Addison my daughter she's 12 freaking loves anime so much
1: yeah and uh, I'm not saying that it's bad I'm saying that there's too much of it there's just yep. too much to catch up on considering everything else that I'm doing yep yep so agreed yeah uh, but yeah that trailer looks fucking phenomenal yeah it really does
0: it looks pretty freaking outstanding
1: um, let me check my news that I didn't have there. Uh, okay. I I don't think that you'll care about this, but I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, there's going to be a Pitch Perfect TV series that's heading to Peacock. It's going to be a straight mm. series. And Adam Devine is going to be the uh, headliner. He played uh, Bumper in the movies. And okay. And he's cool anyway. I like him. Um, so that'll be fun. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Witcher's already getting a third season, and Sex Education is getting a fourth season. I have yet to jump into the third season of Sex Education, but I'm still looking forward to it, and they're already getting a fourth season, so huzzah. Nice. But the the news that we need to talk about now is the one that I didn't realize was going to be so controversial, and that is that we're getting an animated Super Mario Brothers movie.
0: Yes, we are.
1: Nintendo held a Direct this past week. And it was like 40 minutes long where they were showing off games that were coming up and Miyamoto actually came on screen and was like, Hey, I want to talk to you about something else. Uh, I've been working with this company and we're doing a super Mario brothers movie. And here's the cast. And they laid out the cast and it is a star studded cast. It's animated. So these stars are just doing the voices. Um, Chris Pratt is going to be Mario. Um, Peach is going to be Anya Taylor joy charlie day is going to be luigi seth rogan is donkey kong uh bowser is jack black like keegan michael key is toad um this kind of uh turned into a whole thing on the internet with everybody focusing specifically on chris pratt being mario and hating it for that
0: which i i, I don't understand why why
1: um Well, I had to look that up because I said the same thing. I was like, why is it that they hate him so much for this? And the first few, like, surface ones were, "Uh, he's not Italian. You know, they should have an Italian guy.
0: That's fucking dumb.
1: It it is, especially when you consider that the guy who has done Mario's voice for the past, like, 30 some odd years is not Italian either. And he's going to be
0: That's so dumb. That's just dumb. That's just so stupid.
1: So, I, I... dug deeper and i looked around and apparently chris pratt is just not very well liked right now uh for some people they're tired of him being everywhere like the world is so oversaturated with chris pratt and i can i can see what they're saying you know if you look at it he does seem to be popping up in every movie ever known to um but apparently there's also some controversy around him and the church that he belongs to um allegedly they're very bad people they are very anti-lgbtq uh and apparently he may or may not have been cheating on his first wife on a ferris with people from the church while he was in it um, so it seems that people just in general aren't liking chris pratt which okay if you don't like him that's fine but I don't think that that should preclude somebody from being a voice in a movie just because you're like, man, we don't like this guy. Ultimately, I don't have a horse in this race. I know it's a video game movie. I don't care. I will not go to the theater to see this. I will check it out when it comes out on a streaming service. Uh, I'm very interested to hear Jack Black's take on Bowser. Um, And, of course, you know, I I always love Keegan-Michael Key, so I'm great for that. Charlie Day as the neurotic Luigi. Love it. Uh, But, yeah, ultimately, I I don't really care. I am completely indifferent about this movie at this point. It's cool, but it's not cool enough for me to be like, yes, I'm going to get on one side of the fence or the other.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm. Just, I'm. I'm with you. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm with you.
1: Okay.
0: Hmm. I Here we go. About- the guy that's oh. voiced Mario was Charles Martinet. Yes. And he's I a 66 he said- year old guy from um from California. And he's French, yeah. He's French descent. Speaks fluent French and Spanish. He moved to Barcelona when he was 12 years old. Later to Paris, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, he, so the whole he's not Italian thing doesn't really fly.
0: Yeah, I know. Holy cow! He did the voice of Mario for Mario teaches typing. <laughs> Nice. In 1992. I remember that. Yeah, I had that. My Macintosh.
1: So (laughs) anyhow, I was never cool enough to have that. Got him. You got the mosquito? Got
0: him. Yeah. Little bastard. He's dead now. Outstanding. All right. You got anything else, sir?
1: I think that's about it
0: all right what about you? Uh, you got anything I think, no I got I got nothing else you tapped well done
1: yep all
0: right so uh, I'm on Twitter I'm superstar Mel
1: I am also on Twitter kind of I'm the quantum geek g 33 k
0: and uh, we'll uh, talk to you guys in actually two weeks
1: two weeks
0: We're gonna take Perfect. a week off
1: yeah all right later everybody